What's up, everybody? This is your man, DJ Square Not, and we are here today uh, in the Inf DJ Information Group. We have there are several DJs here uh, to honor uh, a special guy, a special uh, legend in hip hop from way back in the day. And uh, he's here with us. He's going to talk to us and sprinkle some knowledge on us about a few things. So uh, thanks for joining in. And uh, no problem. At this time, I would definitely like to introduce to you the one, the only, Cutmaster DC. How you doing, my man? I'm all right, family. I'm good. Doing great, man. Good. Doing good. great. Can't complain. Can't complain. Still here. Sweet. Still here. Yeah. Still doing my thing. You know, keeping busy, staying safe. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> no doubt. That's a blessing there, you know, just to make sure you can stay safe, especially in this particular period, for sure. Yes, definitely. It is truly an honor uh, to have you on the call. And, Thank you. Um, and when, when, when I reached out to you and you were like automatically like, yeah, man, sure. And you even did that while you were at work, you know, so <laughs> I really appreciate you taking that call. No problem, uh, family. You know, so that was really, really good. And um, what I want to do is explain a little bit to you about the DJ Information Group. Mm -hmm. um, and basically the DJ Information Group, this group was created by um, the other admin, uh, DJ Rod Flash, uh, who okay. has the... Uh, the actual logo uh, behind you, behind him, um, mm -hmm. the DJ Information Group. And uh, his vision was to have a group where uh, DJs could come, whether they were in, in DJing for six months or 60 years, mm. um, and be able to spread knowledge, learn from each other, teach, and just share right. and uplift all of us because um, there's so many parts to this culture that we'll talk mm -hmm. about tonight. and. Um, you'll definitely sprinkle some on us from that, and then we'll share with you some of the things that we're doing. And like uh, myself, I've been in it for since 36, I've been in doing this for 36 years now. Mm. Um, and okay. you'll find some veterans in here. You'll find some that have uh, done it um, all the way from, um, uh, 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 you know, as early as, uh, like I say, uh, six months ago, a year ago. So. Right. Um, it's, it's a mixed bag here, and that's what we like. Okay. But we definitely, that's, definitely yeah, that's like good. That's great, even. Yeah. So uh, one, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it over to you, and I, want, I would love for you to introduce uh, to I know who you are. <laughs> I know definitely DJ Rod Flash knows who you are because we're old schoolers just like you, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, we've been around the block a while. Right, um, right. So, But I would love for you to introduce and tell Tell the DJs who you are, uh, Cutmaster DC, and and what you have done. And it's I think as soon as you mention uh, your your classic album, your classic, uh, they they will definitely know right off the bat who you are. So I'll turn the floor over to you. Okay. Um, again, you already know I'm Cutmaster DC, but um, also um, I have another uh, a name I go by because I started doing mix CDs about. 25 years ago, 26 years ago, under DJ Hakim. So you'll see something floating around with that, but on from Cutmaster DC and I'm a producer, recording, mixing engineer, artist, songwriter, um, pretty much anything that dealt with music, I dabbed into, you know, keyboards, play keyboards, I'm a drummer. You know, I tried to, um, I tried to not, not have a, um, what, what, what was 
important to me was not to have my hands tied when it comes when it came down to me making music or any ideas that I had for music. And that's the reason why I had dabbled or got into so many different things. Um, perfect example would be with the engineering part that came back in, um, I would say, 87, around 87. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an engineer that on two separate occasions didn't show up for a session. And out of being tired of that happening, I started interning at a studio called Homebase, mm-hmm. um, which later became Secret Sound. And um, then I started just doing my own engineering. So I wouldn't run into that situation. Same thing came with um, playing keyboards. Uh, had a couple cats that were really nice, but they had other obligations, so they couldn't come. So my brother, who played real well, he taught me. And so I started doing that. I, I, I always was into drumming. I played drums since I was like eight years old. So that just was an easy transformation for me doing drum programming and doing my own beats and what, and what have you. But um, I also uh, DJ, as, as people, I don't know, people know, that's my, um, that's my biggest thing right there is DJing. I love DJing. I play music. I've been DJing since 77, since 1977. Um, not necessarily cutting, though, because um, back then, you know, it wasn't that much. It wasn't, I don't know if there was any cutting going on. And I forgot the exact year that. Um, Grand Wizard Theodore uh, came up with the scratch, but um, we mostly was blending, you know, doing transitions, you know, this, that was the, that was the era of uh, disco, disco music, you know, uh, Motown, what have you. But um, I, like I said, um, whatever it was that, uh, that had anything to do with music, I tried to, you know, stay, stay in tune with. And if it was something that, if it was a weapon that I could use or that I needed, I made sure I put that in my arsenal, in my toolbox. And it, it doesn't, it goes on to this day. It goes on to this day. You know, um, I love technology, you know, in terms of what it brought to the table. The only, the only thing that I have to say about it that is disappointing, and that is it's made some artists, producers, DJs lazy. You know, where they like pushing buttons more than actually, you know, utilizing the equipment to the fullest. On my end, the advantage that people like us, us older cats have, is that we're used to this minus the button pushing. So it's like when the button don't work anymore, we can still keep it going. And um, one of my biggest mentors was a, a brother by the name of Patrick Adams. Um, y'all, um, he, he's, he was big in the disco era. Done, you know, he produced a lot of, of Prelude stuff, stuff from the record label Prelude. Um, include, he, you know, produced, written, arranged, um, Push, push in the bush and all of our, uh, what do you call it, um, atmosphere strut and all that other stuff. But the, what, what the point I'm making and the reason why I brought him up was that I had a session with him where we needed an 808 kick. And um, we didn't have access to an 808 drum machine at the time. He literally created it out of a tone hmm. and used a gate to trigger it. So whatever beat that I had, put down or whatever sound that was on tape, he hooked it up so it'll trigger that sound. And that was my 808 sound. He literally created it right there, like 10 minutes out of a tone. Wow. So it's stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That what I mean by when I say it's not just about always pushing buttons, but actually knowing the art or knowing what it is or how to get, how to really be perfectly honest with you to juice whatever equipment that it is you know that you're using know it to the point where you can do stuff that the manufacturer don't even intended for doing Mm -hmm. and i ran into a lot of cats that practice that and they flourish with sitting in 
in, in, in regards to that. And that's the reason why you have producers whose longevity, like they're still from 20, 30 years. It's because of the, it's because of that one fact right there. You know, it's just, it's just plain and simple. So my, my advice, you know, uh, to anybody, you know, getting into music, to, no matter regardless of what aspect, is learn the craft, study the craft. Whether you're DJing, whether you're producing, whether you're engineering, study the craft. Yeah, very, very, very solid, solid point. And uh, um, you actually answered one of my questions before I could even answer it, so that was good. And that was, was about it? technology. What, what is your, what is your, uh, your uh, idea of how what technology has done to the culture? And well, you, you know what? You answered it right on back. In yeah, terms of but how. see, the thing is, is how you use it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm gonna give you like I use Serato, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but I only use it one way. I mean, if you could look behind me, you know, I got turntables. Mm -hmm. These turntables are not the reins or what have you. This is an actual um, Technique MK7, an uh, actual turntable, and that's an actual vinyl record, a Serato record. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I still prefer to use vinyl, regardless, even though I could, you know, um, I've, I've been in situations where I've used um, uh, the Pioneers, and, and what have you, my, my personal preference mm -hmm. is, yeah, the controller is always going to be, you know, um, actual turntables. But getting back to what you were saying, is that uh, what took me from using um, turntables to getting into even using controllers was when back in, um, I think it was 96 or 97, I was um, DJing for a friend of mine at a club in the village. And first of all, I've got my turntables and I was bringing like about four or five crates of records. And at the time I wasn't driving, so I had to, had to uh, catch a cab, which wasn't easy to do with four, four crates of records and two turntables, but finally caught one. And the thing that irritated me the most, the two weekends that I DJed for that club was me coming in, carrying four crates of records and my two heavy turntables and this guy walking out with a suitcase. I was like, what in the, I'm like, here I am struggling. And this man just clack, 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 and walks right out. So um, I inquired about it, found out what he was using. And then I called another DJ friend of mine who actually used um, Tascams. At the time it was uh, the Tascam joints. Because Pioneers, I don't think was even out yet. And so anyway, make a long story short, about two months later, I started converting all my, my records to mp3 files so this way i could have the ease of not having to bring all them crates of records so now we're gonna fast forward some 24 years later <laughs> if not more well no about 24 years no no not 24 years yeah 25 24 years later mm. yeah it's 96 so about 24 years later yeah i never look back i mean i carry i got an arsenal of records that i can carry me you know on a hard drive or or, 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 or SSD card, and I, I would never be able to carry that much in, in, in crates. So right. I welcome the technology to be able to afford me to be able to play whatever I want when I want and not have to go through the trouble of crates, you know, have to actually carry actual vinyl. And then also I could preserve my vinyl as well because yeah. I still buy vinyl, but I convert it to MP3 files and then play it just the same way. So there's an advantage to it, you know, there's definitely an advantage to it, you know, and from a producer's perspective, you know, when you could have instruments literally at your disposal that would normally cost you in upwards of 
tens of thousands of dollars, whether it be a, a special drum set, drum kit, bass guitar, or what have you, you could have it in your in your computer, is 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 mind boggling. And then you have companies like Universal Audio that literally for engineers, people who are, who's in the engineering aspect of it, can literally have programs, plugins that will give them a million dollar studio worth of effects. Technology is great. It all depends on how you use it. Because it, like how you know, you can have the most expensive equipment uh, as a, or as a DJ, you can have all the records you need to do a party and bomb out if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yes. Plain and simple. Plain it gets no simple. plainer than that. You know what I mean? So that's oh, yeah. why I say the most important thing out of all of this, regardless of whether or not you play for only six months, you're accustomed to the technology, so that's how you grew up. So, you know, you do your thing. Whether you're pushing buttons or not, it doesn't matter. But you Probably study the crap. crap. You know what it is you're doing. If you're a DJ, you study your audience. You know how to play for them. You know what to do for them. If you're an engineer, right. you know you know what to do for the producer that's behind you trying to get whatever it is he wants. Because I've been in situations where I've had uh, situations where you know, I'm trying to tell the engineer or tell the producer what it, uh, rather mostly the engineer, to tell you the truth, of what it is, the sound that I'm looking for, and he's giving me what he wants. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. it's like, you know, but if you know your crap, or if you know what it is that you're supposed to be doing, then you'll be able to give your customer, your client, whatever it is they need, because you know how to pull it out of whatever it is that you're using. So that's why foremost, most more than anything else, craft, study your craft, hard work and dedication. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely you have to know your craft. And I think um, uh, members of this uh, group, and we have over 1,200 now, at some wow. point have, have heard, nice. you know, one form, shape, or another that there's a couple things that we always say in this group and we post it throughout the group, and that is practice. And, and know your know your craft, know what you're doing. And um, we always preach um, as part of that, being that we do, because a lot we have a lot of Serato users and a lot of virtual DJ users, mm -hmm. um, Tractor, and um, also um, uh, Rock the Record Box. So right, we, got right, a, right, right. we got a mix of DJs in here. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's I, th I would say it's, it's split pretty good, you know, pretty evenly. Mm -hmm. um, and we always say, uh, take a crate, you know, take a crate of uh, one of your crates in Serato and mm -hmm. just let it play, you know, so that you can listen and learn your music um, mm. so that you can understand. Because, you know, in, in a lot of cases nowadays when you're doing gigs, like you say, um, you know, the, the, the client will give you some songs that they want you to play or whatever. But um if you got a client that doesn't do that, it's always good to know your library. So, and if you know your client, you're able to make the proper selections. So that definitely, definitely uh, is, a, yeah. is a plus. And that's part. Yeah. And when you're able to do that, that's part of like um, your, your, some of your, your great steps of being a great DJ as you mm -hmm. truly, truly will um, embed yourself into the craft and the more you embed yourself you truly it becomes truly part of your fabric so yeah yeah definitely so so definitely. most definitely i totally understand you with that um i uh one of the things that i was uh sitting back and i was reading about that that shocked me when i was uh reading 
you had an interview and um of course your uh the song that you had under uh zakiah records yeah um, christmas you know the night before christmas and of course brooklyn's in the house right right um, and that was released back in 1990 1985 85 exactly 85 so mm -hmm. um back in 1985 uh and the the label at that time was saying uh you know you released a christmas song but they you know, because from this, I read that they didn't think that Brooklyn in the house was not going to do that good. And it turned out to yeah, be that's a, why it was the B cut. Yeah. And it, oh, it was a B stock and it turned out to be the, a big hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and I, the, the question I have is because I was like, wow, that's, you know, you sold over 850,000 copies of this thing and they only mm -hmm. told you they sold 45,000. Is that true? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Shamefully so. Wow, eight hundred and fifty thousand. That what is that? That's um, five hundred thousand back in the day was gold. So gold. you were on your way to platinum. Yeah, probably. Well, that was we talking quite a few years ago. So it's yeah. definitely probably platinum, been platinum by now. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But see, that's unfortunately, you know, um, I became a statistic in the sense where I had love for the music, but no interest in the business. And so because I didn't have management at the time, and um, I always thought that, well, if I do right by the company, the company's going to do right by me, and that wasn't the case. You know, so it, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I don't have, um, the reason why the perfect, what's crazy, most people that I spoke to or that I tell, talk to about this situation they said they would have went absolutely ballistic when they found out because um, I didn't, um, I haven't released any rec. I released one other record. I released another, I released a couple of joints since then by them. And when I had learned about the situation, um, I did what I could to correct it, but they, um, they didn't pretty much like what I did. So they kind of shelved it. And so um, I waited out my contract until it was over and then I just left in 88 and um, most people like I said who I spoke to they said they would have went kind of bananas over it maybe you know on some different level stuff but um, my take on it is you know you live and learn and mm -hmm. Brooklyn in the house Brooklyn's in the house Brooklyn rocks the best night before Christmas or any of the other joints that I did um, was not a fluke it was I, I mean I, I could do that like in my sleep, pretty much, mm -hmm. because the thing is, they didn't. It wasn't an accident. Brooklyn's in the house wasn't an accident. It's just a matter mm -hmm. of me keeping my ear to the street and me keeping my ear to what was going on at that particular time, and that's what gave me the idea to do Brooklyn's in the house. Mm -hmm. So, as a result of that, you know, and, and anything else that I've done, you know, mm -hmm. in that regards, you know, it's just a matter of me staying in tune or relevant to that particular era you know, in time or that particular situation. And as far as me being able to uh, do beats and produce and engineer, I study that. So that's my thing. So it's not like, you know, it's going to be hard for me to do another joint, <laughs> you know. Right. All right, I'll do another one. You know, when if the opportunity strikes, I'll do another one. I'm ready. You know, unfortunately, you know, life took its, you know, not would say got in the way, but life happened. 
So I would yeah. do the family thing, you know, and, you know, the, went back into my computers and blah, 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 you know, kept my music. I always do music. I'm still producing. I'm still doing things. But I just, you know, um, the things that used to impress me then doesn't impress me now. So it's not a matter of me, you know, releasing a record in me. You know, if it's if if the time is not right, yeah. or if if the paper is not right, or if the contract is not right, that's okay. I'm good. I done I done done pretty much everything that you know in terms of you know I got I'm I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm good. So if I decide to do anything from this point on, it's done because I want to, not because I have to. I feel you know you. what I mean. That makes and because this right now. This is, I love doing it. I'm going to keep doing this whether I release another record ever. I'm going to keep DJing whether I play at another party ever. Because this is what I do. It's in your blood. It's, it's who you are. What? Your, the culture is who you are. What? You know, that's an understatement. That's, that's what I try to tell people. The culture and is not something you do. Yeah, it's exactly. Who you are. Exactly. You know, and exactly. once it becomes part of your fabric, it's, it's, it's an addiction. Nothing you can do you about it. get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so matter you know, of fact, I, you're protective I, of it. Yeah, <laughs> you become you become you become protective of it. Like, back up. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, I don't touch that. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it's um one thing I one thing I will say though um in the midst of all of this, as far as it being a learning experience, is that, and this is what I would say to anybody and everybody out there listening. Um, business. You got to be about your business. If yeah. you if you plan on uh, trying to make any kind of decent money, or plan on make, having you know retiring off of it, whatever the case may be, you got to hand. You have to handle your business. There's no ifs ands or buts about it. You know. See, I w- I've been fortunate in the sense where. Uh, I had other things that I was able to, I don't want to say fall back on, but I'll say rise up to. Mm-hmm. And that is, I'm, a, I'm, I'm into computers. I build and repair computer systems. Mm-hmm. I do web development. I do app development. You understand what I'm saying? So when the music was like, wasn't that as good to me as it could have been? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, no problem. I just did it as a, not so much as a hobby, but I just did it as a passion and just went on to my other passion. Well, you know what? Uh, you and I have a lot in common then because I'm also a technology specialist. Okay. And uh, been in uh, doing it for 31 years. Nice. Um, and uh, so uh, we, we definitely talk about it that Oh, yeah, that yeah. We, well. you know we got to. You know we got to. <laughs> definitely, man. Definitely. Yes, That's indeed. cool. That's cool. We will but, definitely talk you know, about that. Yeah, but like I said, like, you know, my advice to everybody, you know, getting into this, you know, as a business, and if you if you if you plan on, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with making money off your passion, you know, or having a passion that could generate funds for you. But if you plan on it, definitely handle your business. And it's another, you know, we're in an era also of branding, so that's important as well. You know, you take every aspect of this serious, and you could you you you'll be okay. You could yeah. you will be okay. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, I'm a big big believer in that. You know, it's just. Like you say, you just, and, uh, you know, once you, the, the key is, is no matter what it is, is to be focused. Oh, you know? what, what, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, Don't you, lose focus. Once you're focused on it, man. Yeah. Uh, 
you you can do it. You know, like you're saying, you were in you're part of the culture. The culture is always part of you. You'll be able to assist and help. And like mm-hmm. you're doing, you know, you're still able to create music, uh, help others who are you know have uh, are coming behind the path that you have paved. You know, so that works good in in that sense as well because mm-hmm. you can teach them just like you said there may be something that someone of today may be able to teach you, you know, of course. and that's the handshake. I'm going to tell you, I'm going I'm to be honest with you. I never, never stop learning. And that's I the mean, best way to be. I, th- let me tell you, it's so funny because my new, um, my new uh, thing that I'm embarking on now is because of, uh, because of all the, you know, the COVID, mm-hmm. uh, the coronavirus and what have you, what's going on now they have, uh, you know, with the Instagram and the Periscope and even like what platform we on now, I was like, you know, this is very interesting. I think I want to, you know, really, you know, see what this is all about. And um, so what I did was I just went out, got, bought me a camera, not just any camera. I'm just going to leave it at that. Right. And studied whatever, you know, I had to do to see what it's going to take to do this the right way. And so that's where I'm at right now. And, I've been for like maybe about a month and a half, been literally studying shutter speed, apertures, ISOs, you know, all whatever to get this to work the way it's supposed to work. So when I do finally do go on Instagram or put up anything, it's gonna be right. And nice. my point is getting back to what we were just talking about, it doesn't I'm just starting. like I said, I have never picked up a camera before a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Watch me four months from now. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. So it don't matter where you where you come from. If you if you're focused, like you say, if you're focused and you study and and and, and you about your business, the limit. There's no yeah. limit. There's no yeah. limit. I hear you on that. No so you also mentioned, of course, you released uh, several mixtapes. I and uh, I think about, I read over two hundred mixtapes or something oh. like that. About 100 and some change. Uh-huh. So, and then uh, you release them on the DJ Hakeem. Um, DJ where, Hakeem, yeah. Where do you, where do you post these? Or, or is that, you know, do you have, do you have you posted them on any of like SoundClouds or any of those places, any of those? Uh... No. Uh-uh. Actually, this, I was doing the mixtapes back before all of that. Gotcha. I was doing it back when it was on Canal Street. Oh, man. <laughs> Canal Street. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you okay. take it way back, man. Yes, yes. I, like I said, it was like some 26 years, 24, yeah. 25, maybe even 26 years ago. Yeah. After I, I released my first mix, I released my first, well, my first group of mixtapes. And um, it was under that. And the reason why, now that's a story in itself, why I chose to use Hakim, DJ Hakim. How that came into play was I had lost about 28 about 28 crates of records when I was moving and they were like my record records. Mm. And that's another thing that also led me to um, doing um, the controllers because a lot of my vinyl was gone. And at that time, Pioneer wasn't out yet. The Pioneers that you could scratch with, mm-hmm. what happened, they wasn't out yet. It was only the ones that you could really kind of blend with because the, the cut with it was like kind of weak. Right. So the only thing I was actually able to do was really blend or do transitions. 
And I was under the impression that people who, when you say, when they saw a tape by Cutmaster DC, that they was going to look for, you know, some little scratches here and there or what have you. They wasn't really going to appreciate the blending or the transitions or the music choice. So a friend of mine was telling me, I was trying to get a friend of mine, to, you know, to do it with, to collab with him. And he was saying that it was easy for me to do it as Cutmaster DC because I'm Cutmaster DC. Mm -hmm. My thing with him, my argument with him was, if you do it right and you do it, I guess you could say you do it the best way you can do it, however that might be, no matter what your name is, people will gravitate to that name. It's you yeah. that make the name. Right. And I proved it to him within two years. I, I, my first mixtape I did was actually a reggae joint. And I haven't fully decided whether to use DJ Hakim or Cutmaster DC. So I actually said both names. I'm going to send mm. it to you. You can check okay. it out. But then at the, after I did, the, when I started doing the second one, right, actually the last, the next three, I made up my mind to do under DJ Hakim. About, I would say, not even a year later, it was over. Not mm. even a year. It was all over Canal Street. A, wow. a brother, uh, yeah, a brother introduced me, took me down to Broadway, Broadway and 23rd Street. That's where Canal used to get all their stuff from. Yeah, they go yeah. There. You just you walk down Canal there. Street, you see it everywhere. Yeah, so when I saw that happen, that, you know, gave me a light, a light bulb went off in my head. And then that's when I started taking the mixtape game serious. Nice. And then I just left it with DJ Hakim. And so a couple couple about a hundred so CDs later, that's it. It's a wrap. So now it's literally this I'm two and one. I've actually on my 50th birthday as a uh, as a I wouldn't say a joke, but just playing around, I actually battled myself. Because <laughs> I had people there who like DJ High Kilman who like Cutmaster DC. So I actually battled myself on my birthday. It was nice, fun. It was funny. It was funny. But anyway the point of the matter is is that um when you're the best at what you do, mm -hmm. people will always appreciate that. Yeah, you know what, I agree you with You know that. what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Because at the time that I decided to come out as DJ Hakim, that was when DJ Clue was out, K Slay was out, mm -hmm. and the word was you don't release tapes while they release tapes, because then you ain't gonna get shown. If you say so, I ain't have that problem. Because I just, good. what I did was totally different than what everybody else did. And the main difference was no baby mama shout outs. Straight music. <laughs> From the beginning to the end. And that's what changed the art. That's what changed the game. I, that's what I brought to the table that a couple years later, they started following in suit with that, with their R&B joints. But until then, all over the tape, couldn't hear music one for the talk. Feel me? I, I did my music the way I know people, the way I appreciate listening to music and the way I know other people appreciate listening to music. So that's what I brought to it. That's what I brought. And I did the best I could for what it is that I did. And it paid off. And that's why I say to anybody, whenever you do your best, can't help but to shine. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Up, you bring up a good point about that. Cause I remember when I was a little, when I was a little kid, man, you know, I, I was starting to get into, um, just before I started getting into DJing, right around about, I was like 11 years old, 10, <laughs> 11, 12 years old. And I had a whole bunch of TDK tapes. I would always, my mom would be like, what do you want to do with all these tape cassette, cause blank cassette tapes? Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, I just want to record music. So 
um, every Friday night. I used to listen to Mr. Magic and uh, okay. um, and uh, on WBLS, right? Right, 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 right. show and everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you put in your tape because you want to you want to listen, you want to record so you can play it back later. But they would right. be talking so much, you'd be like, I wish they would just stop talking. <laughs> so then you do this, you know, you'd be pressing, you'd be pressing rewind and and trying to record again just so you can skip it. And, mm-hmm. and so I totally understand in terms of you know the talking over the the deal now. Uh, you know, back in them days, man. They, you know, you just wanted that straight music so you could have something to play. But you saying back in the days, but. Yeah. The thing is, that exists to this day because, oh, like yeah. I said, I didn't start doing my mixtapes. I mean, well, mix CDs or however mm-hmm. until ninety around ninety six. Mm-hmm. See, you're talking about what Mister Mad. You're talking in the early eighties. Yeah, people yeah. wanting to listen to music. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. that. That's you know that goes on. And, and again, again, it all depends. See, you got that's where it comes in with knowing your audience. Right. My audience was what you would call grown folks or older, 30 plus at that time, which are now 50 plus now. Mm-hmm. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So that during that era, you know, they, they especially with R&B, rap and other form of music, you can get away with it because they expect, you know, and the same thing with reggae too, they expect a little bit more of the talking and the engaging. But with R&B, it's different. You know what I mean? Especially older. And I played, and my specialty was old school R&B. So that's the reason why I took that approach. Yeah, it's one of those where you get that little bit of a vibe, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I totally, exactly. totally feel you on that. As a matter of fact, I uh, uh, have a show myself. And um, oh. you know, um, and I play, it's called The Chill Zone, and I play old school R&B. Um, nice. And, you know, I try to stay off of it as much as I can. What do you mean? Um, you know, when it comes to, I totally understand what you mean by that. Oh, you mean the talking part? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, because you know you you want people to hear the music, and because you know you you, you R and B does something. R and B is like no other music to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like neo soul, and right. they touch Love you. Neo-soul. You know, they right, touch right. you. They get in you. They mm-hmm. they they put you in a certain mood, a certain vibe. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then when you start breaking out the old old school joints, and and we got a we got a guy in here. Uh, mm-hmm named Rod Flash, okay. who is the old school joint uh, connoisseur. I mean, okay. he is, you know, he's the other admin, of course, but- uh, Nice. Yeah, he, he, he has some joints and he plays some joints, you know, and- uh, Now, is, does he play on your, on your station? Or uh, he has his... We, we oh, actually go live on, on uh, Zoom and on Facebook and play. Um, okay. And you know, he plays he plays it right from his thing and he plays forty fives and you know and, and vinyl and you know twelve inches. So um you have to catch that sometime and especially, I you know, you go hang out, you know, in the show. I'm gonna say and like uh join make sure we get you in the group um if you've definitely. not already done it. And uh definitely, definitely you'll see when you when he goes live, you'll definitely, definitely enjoy that for sure. So I totally okay. get you on that. But yeah, I gotta it's, it's all that about out. that vibe for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. Now, anybody got any questions, any technical questions or any questions at all that, you know, uh well, what, regards to I think Flash is getting ready to come in. Uh Flash is not muted, so I have one. And you might have forgot about this one. The three turntables. Yeah. What's the question? How did you get into that? Well what maybe well, um, as far as uh as uh as um 
Red Alert would say the or the props or you know the different things that I did you know in terms of DJing with a basketball or a bike or using three turntables. That was my way of standing out. Like you know, um, I wanted to I wanted to kind of like be different in the sense of um, what what when a person saw me do my tricks. What's different between the tricks that I do and anybody else? Theodore already did the handcuffs. People already done sneakers or something like that. So the three turntables, at that time, nobody's played with three turntables. Nobody did three turntables. At that time, nobody cut with a basketball or cut with a 10-speed bike. You know, you know, just little things like that added on to it to make it like a little bit extraordinary, so to speak. So that's what, that's what made me, you know, decide to take it to that level. Is just to be just to make myself a little bit more outstanding than the DJ that just either got off the set or the DJ that you just got saw that you just got through seeing. So that's what got me. That's what got me doing tricks of that nature. Yeah, that's what's up. I mean, and go back to when. How can I say this? Even Brooklyn rocked the best, and Brooklyn's in the house. That was in '85, and that's actually when I first started my DJ career. Okay. For myself, because you know, I came up with other people and always mm -hmm. cut that song. And okay. I'm to this day. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Congrats for doing it. Yeah, I mean. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, uh, um, Flash, Flash, he asked a question about the three turntables, and I was going to ask the question about, I posted a a pic of you yesterday uh, mm -hmm. when I posted about the spotlighting of you today. And mm -hmm. uh, in this one pic on your uh, fan page, you got where you were doing a sneaker, a basketball. Uh, you got chopsticks, man. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, you know, I'll, I'll share, share it with you real quick. But I was like, mm -hmm. man, he, he did chopsticks, man. You know, you went in on that, you know. Do you see that? No, I can't see it. Yeah, it's coming up, I guess. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I saw that. I said, "Man, so I, you know, I couldn't tell what that was down there. The red. What was that? That's a ping pong paddle." I was like, <laughs> "I said, is that a? You know, I said to myself, is that really a ping pong paddle?' But I wasn't yeah. for sure. Yeah. But the chopsticks, paddle. man. You you were getting it in with them chopsticks, man. Because I can understand the fader, but you had to have some serious control to have that on the on that vinyl. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no, what it is, um, on the chopsticks, what I, what I did was, you know how you have, um, oh man, I forgot what it, I, I don't even know if they make it anymore. Um, it's rubber. There's some, I put, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's when it dries up, it's like a liquid. Uh -huh. And when it dries up, it turns, right. Gotcha. It turns, so that's what, that's what actually, because if you, if you, um, anything that I've actually used, mm -hmm. the bike, which was a tire, the basketball rubber uh -huh. paddle 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 ball, the paddle stick paddle um the um ping pong paddle rubber sneakers rubber it has to have some oh, kind grip. of grip yeah. exactly there's no getting around that and you ha and then what you do is you just make it an extension of your arm or your hand or what have you just have the control to be able to control the the actual thing that you're using whatever it is that you're using and be light enough on it to where as it don't bounce the needle all over the place or whatever the case may be. But it's, well, I chose, I chose um, device that had rubber. I chose anything that had rubber. And if it didn't, then I figured out a way 
of putting something, some kind of substance on it that will make it not not sticky because then they'll be picking the record up, but something that'll give it some grip. So this way I could, you know, use it on the fader or or use it actually on on the vinyl itself. So, you know, it's no secret. You know, it's no secret. I. You know what I mean? People say, oh, I just gave the secret. Now I can do it too. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but if anybody so, else want to try, that's the, that's the main ingredient, rubber. Gotcha. It has to have, yeah, you have to have a grip. You got to be able to have a grip. And then you can work on your touch, you know, once you, you know, you've gotten that, you gotten to that point. You got that point. And actually, you know, thinking about something like that, you know, utilizing something like that would actually help train DJs on their touch overall. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because, you know, it's a yeah. good tool to help them, you know, especially when you want to be light. Yeah, because when you're on tables, you should be as light as possible on your hand. You know? Yes. So, uh, yeah. And you got we got a lot of turntablists in here, like myself, Flash. Um, mm -hmm. You got definitely Joe Storm, Big Ruff, uh, Miss Official, she plays, you know. Oh, a nice. Lot of, there's a lot of us that. Uh, oh. Big Body, she was in here. Mm -hmm. uh, there's quite a few of us that actually are turntablists. So we totally get that. Let me say, let me say one thing. Let me add one thing to that. And that's another thing what I like about, um, what I love about Serato. Serato has two modes in their mm -hmm. turntable. Absolute right. and relative. Right. When, if you're practicing, especially if you're practicing your touch and you want to practice like you're using natural vinyl, put it on absolute. Mm -hmm. Because in relative, even if it bounces, it's going to still stay in place. Right. Whereas an absolute is going to treat it just like an absolute vinyl. Right, according to the position of where exactly. wherever it is, wherever the exactly. Needle. So yeah. if you want to practice like you know you're actual on after using an actual vinyl and you want to practice your touch, your feel, and what have you, then when if you're using Serato, I don't know what it would be for um uh uh, uh what's the tractor, but I know in Serato it's uh absolute. Yeah, and then DJ, I think it's I think pretty much the same thing. Same thing. Uh, flash. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah most of the software got absolute and relative modes. Mm -hmm. so. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, so, so it, it, huh? No, 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 go ahead. No, 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 that was it. That was it. That That's why, what that's, and that's one of the things that I like about it, about the Serato, or about that, is because, you know, if I, if let's say if I know I'm getting in a battle where it's going to be actual vinyl being used, mm -hmm. you know, I could actually practice, you know, on there, still practice on the set the same way by just putting it in, putting it in absolute. Gotcha. Same. So coming, you know I mean? coming from your era, mm -hmm. and then you're getting into DJing, being a turntablist. Mm -hmm. There's these things that we all love called breakbeats. Yeah. What are your favorite breakbeats? Oh my gosh. <laughs> my, actually, my favorite breakbeat is Dance of the Drummer's Beat. Okay. That's my, that's my favorite. Why? Why is that? What do you do? You cut it a specific way? Is there? It is just like your. There are so many points in there that you that, can touch. Well, there's yes. This, this one is this is like there's a lot of points in it you can cut. Um, but I think that I, I don't think there's any turntableist type of trick that you can't do on Dance to the Drummer's Beat. Cause there's so many that different sections. True. There's that so many different sections. True. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's that's my favorite record because of, because of that. And again, being a drummer's beat. Yeah. Now my the first one, my my 
how you say what I would say that between I would I could say that I learned off of if I'm not mistaken was love is the message. Love is the message, classic. That's like the, that's like the anthem, man. Yeah, oh yeah, that's our anthem. <laughs> that right there, um, that did a lot for me in a sense where I'm trying to think how to how to put this because there's so much you could do with that record. Mm-hmm. And you know you what went, I mean. If you went to a jam out in the park, that was definitely like oh yeah one that made people move right off the bat. Yeah, but it's it's. It's like it, the instrumentation is so, I mean, it's like whether you want to mix it, whether you want to do it as a turntablist, whether you want to use it as a regular DJ. Well, I shouldn't even say regular DJ. Let's say a, a, a party DJ mm-hmm. in terms of old school music, old school R&B or what have you. That record covers like all of that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know what I mean? Right. If you, you know, so that right there to me, um, I, I kind of grew up on that record in every sense, meaning that anything that I know how to do in terms of whether it be blending or cutting or even um, whether or beat matching or, uh, or even sound right. or even sound, I would get, I would have to say I learned initially from that record right there. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, cause one, um, you, you, feel like you heard of Grandmaster Flowers, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I was fortunate enough to play with him and learn a lot from him in terms of he was big on sound. Nice. He was big on sound and not just sound, not so much when to say sound, sound system, but actually grooves of the record. Why a record sounds louder than the other record Mm -hmm. or why this record has a certain sound to it opposed to the way another record sounds. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And actually, matter of fact, I didn't even consider myself actually doing transitions correctly until he showed me or kind of like i guess yeah i guess i would say he i would say show me because even you know me looking in the background and listening and watching it and getting it off of him him indirectly showing me a lot of times record have different what's the word um volume Mm -hmm. and um you could actually monitor the volume before you actually bring it in so this way that when you do bring it in it doesn't overpower the record that you just took off. Yeah. A lot of people don't practice that. Right. Like, right. it actually sometimes, see, a lot of people confuse transition with beat matching. Beat matching is not transition. Beat matching is just what it says. You got a beat blending with another beat. That's mm-hmm. it. it could, whether it's in time or not. I mean, when I say in time, meaning that, you know, uh, R&B has a 4-4 four, four count. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people might bring it, the beat might, be like kicking the snare might hit, but you might be on the second part. Right. Opposed to the first part. Mm-hmm. So that when that record ends, the other record ain't beginning like it's supposed to because you didn't put it in on the right part. Right. You didn't come in. Well, the same thing goes with the sound or the level. Depending upon how you bring it in, automatic, it's not going to be a smooth transition. And there's ways of monitoring that just from visual as well as from your ear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now, that's that's that I'm listening. When you when you were speaking of that, um, uh-huh. I had I think uh, I was reading something about you where, and I'm glad you brought that up too. Um, that uh, they there was a mention that you used to organize your records by the volume levels. Was there any, was there any truth to that? No. Okay, because mm-hmm. no. in terms of like 
because it's kind of like what you're saying right now, like where you you were able to monitor it um, and but, monitor but, the levels. But I can tell you, if you look one, if you look on your mixer, whenever whatever mixer you have and you play, whenever as soon as you put the needle on, you're gonna see the level before it gets to the master. You'll see the level. Right now, if your level is in green, on say your left turntable, but then when you put the record on on the right turntable is in red. Mm-hmm. You should turn that down. Yeah, no doubt. If if it's pulsating to where it's at the second level of yellow or what have you, then make that do the same thing. This way you could control it. And vice versa. If it's all the way down to green and the other one is at yellow, bring that up to yellow. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? As you make the transition going in. Right. But no, I wouldn't. No, right, I, um, the only thing I do, I might do beats per minute. Mm-hmm. I do beats per minute. I might have you know, have them organized according to beats per minute, mm-hmm. but not volume. I'm not, that's, that's yeah, great. Maybe, maybe, cause I was, cause I was going to ask you how, maybe I may have read it wrong or something, but I was just trying to figure, I was like, oh, cause I was going to ask you, I was like, you know, back, I knew they knew that uh, vinyl was recorded differently according to the company, how they, their systems yeah. were and things like that. And then Definitely. different places where you got them pressed, you know, and yeah, like in England, so, like overseas, their records yeah, are louder yeah. than ours. Mm-hmm. And so also I was, 12 I inch. Was, I was sitting there and I was like, uh, I wonder, you know, I know that was maybe had been a tedious job to do, but how did you work? How were you able to do it so well? So thanks for uh, debunking no. that. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> tedious. No, I don't got that. I got time. I don't got that much time on my hands. I feel so, you, man. Um, no, the only thing I, the only thing I would do, which now you don't really have to do. The only thing I used to do back then was the beats per minute. Mm-hmm. And I would actually count the beats per minute, mm-hmm. but it is. And, and for people like a lot, of, which is which is amazing to me, beats per minute is actually like what it says, because everything right. is in quarter timing. And all right. you have to do to get the beats per minute, if you don't have something that's accurately giving you the beats per minute, is actually count mm-hmm. how many beats you get to when a minute is up. Yeah. And that's literally the beats per minute. Yeah. So if anybody have a situation where they need to get to the beats per minute and they don't have something automatic like a Serato or what have you, or don't have a way of getting to the actual beats per minute, even if it's a beat, let's say if it's a beat. You just mm-hmm. did a beat or you just heard a track somebody just sent you and you want to know the beats per minute so you can do a remix of it. That's all right. you got to do. Put the timer on, hit the stop, hit the, hit the timer. When it gets to a minute, how many beats you counted, by the time it gets to that minute, that's your beats per minute. Yep, yep. So. Yep, I remember back in the day what we used to do with the stopwatches. We used to, we used to do it and count to 15 and multiply not, it by four. Yeah, but you know what? And you the best you, the lower you can do is 30. Beats. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The, the the least amount is thirty. Thirty will give you an accurate a more will give you a more accurate and times it by two. Fifteen will be off. Gotcha. Yeah, because I gotcha. tried that too, try to cut it short. Fifteen will, will be off. So thirty is the least you could do. Gotcha. gotcha. And then and then just times it by two and then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, That's good. I have a question. Yes. Did you think as you have a we have a lot more DJs now because of the technology and plus they don't have to buy the record that we had to buy back in the day. Oh, (laughs) yes. I'm just going to say yes. Emphatically so. Yes. It's like, I, I mean, I look at, sometimes I look at, um, the, um, not so much Instagram, but just in general, you know, the next person who they say is DJing now. Like, this person's a DJ now. This person's a DJ. And I'm like, really? And see, it's almost to the point, and this is no, 
to the people who are DJs, this is not, this has nothing to do with y'all. But it's to the point where I'm like, we may, we might have to change how we classify DJs because it's gotten to the point where now, because you are a record player or a jukebox, or you could put a needle on a record that makes you a DJ. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry to tell you, you're not a DJ. If you can't control your crowd, if you don't know anything about the music that you're playing, if you yourself can't, whether, whether you're doing it or not, can't transition from one record to another without people tripping on themselves, I can't give you that. I'm not, no, it's not I can't give you that. I could give you that, but I'm not giving you that. Because there, like I said, it's like anything else, you know, you're not going to be allowed to drive on the highway unless you got a license. So maybe that's what we should start having is a license to DJ. Only certain people who want to refer to themselves as DJs should be able to take this test, pass it, and now you can refer to yourself as a DJ. Because it's almost insulting to us who've actually put in the time and the work to study our craft for somebody to just go ahead and push a button and be like, I'm a DJ now because I just bought X amount of DJs. Or even more so because I'm a personality and I'm going to get paid because I'm a personality. And so now I'm DJing because I'm throwing on a record. No, you're not a DJ. You're a personality who just played a record. That's my take on it. I don't care who likes it or not. Hey, that's, hey, that has been said in this group many times before. Oh, okay. Many times. So I'm glad you're not going to oust me from the group. <laughs> that, mean, that means that we are on accord with you. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say, well, I, well, DC, since you feel that way, I don't think you can be a part no, of us. <laughs> we are on accord with you, man. No All doubt. All right. That's cool. No doubt, man. Um, and you, like you, you say, the celebrity you know, mm -hmm. that gets up in the booth and plays a playlist, you know, so, you know, but, uh, you know, the only thing about that is I, I tell people, I said, we, we say that, um, and they get up there, they make all this money, you know, and we, but they, they just don't know the culture, man. So, mm -hmm. um, without the help of a DJ that a lot of times is standing behind them or hiding, mm -hmm. you know, they're not able to accomplish what they need to accomplish. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So in terms of um, let's let's talk about the culture overall from way okay. back then to now. OK. Um, and you you hit on it a little bit um, mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, uh, the DJs back then and the DJs of today. Um, the one thing I would like to ask you is. What do you think about the music of the day? What do you think? Do you consider it? Um, you have to be more specific. Like when yeah, you say, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to put this. Yeah, what type of what music do you talk about? R&B, rap, let's, EDM, let's talk about club. rap. Let's talk about. I, I think that's where you really wanted to go to. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about rap. Um, okay. What what do, what is your take on today's rap? Okay. Um. What they, what a lot of people refer to as mumble music, okay, that's that's the term that, that they've actually gotten used to um, classifying as. I have um I have mixed mixed opinions, um, and I'll explain. It's no to me like what's going on right now is no different than what happened forty years ago when we first started doing our thing. 
what R&B artists used to say about us because we couldn't sing. So now we're doing something that didn't really hit or that was just a fad or what are they doing? Uh, pick up a book, go write something, go do something, whatever the case may be. Um, it's not for us. It's for this generation. Just like rap back then wasn't for my grandfather or my grandmother or maybe even my pops. It was for us. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't understand it. Um, but it wasn't, it's not for me though. It wasn't, it's not for me to understand. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. It's like, you know, that's, that's, that's the only thing I could say about it. The only, the reason why I'm not going to, um, denounce it or, 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 or say anything negative about it is because mm-hmm. of the amount of brothers and sisters who might not been able to do anything else outside of that and have another platform to feed their family. Right, right. You know, they came up with something, a culture, whatever the case may be, they're doing something positive that's feeding their family and probably other families as well because of the amount of money that they're able to make off of it. Mm-hmm. Do I enjoy listening to it? No, because it's not made. For so I don't listen to it. Some of the production, I like some of the production. As far as the lyrical content, I don't even consider it being lyric. You know, I'm from a different era, you know, but they understand it. Well, that explains it's for them. So I have the option of listening to it or not listening to it. So I choose not to listen to it because it's, it's not for me. So that's my take on it. It's, it's not for me. Gotcha. gotcha. So, you know, I, I can't appreciate something that's not for me. And being that it's not for me, I don't listen to it. So therefore, I don't really know about it. So I don't, I, I don't want to judge something that I'm not into I don't know about. You, 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 if right. that makes sense. You know, I can actually now tracks the music. I like the music, but I can't get into the lyrical content. I like some of the music. I say some of the music because I can't say I like all of it, all of it because it sounds to me. Some of it sounds the same. A lot of it sounds the same, you know, but again, I'm not into it. You know what gotcha, I mean? Gotcha. You know? So, but that's my take on it. Well, you know, of course, I can sit here and ask you a thousand questions, but it's time for the DJs to chime in and ask you their questions. And, okay. Um, we're going to start off with the other admin, Rod Flash. And okay. uh, then we're going to let Joe Storm hit you. And uh, <laughs> then we're going to go from there. So, uh, uh, Flash, okay. you're on deck. All right. Your production. Is it anyone or any song that you produce that we wouldn't know you produce? Wow. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. Um. I don't know, see, because I don't know what y'all know about me. <laughs> uh, like, artists per se, like. Okay. Um, Rock, Eric Band, Rock Kim, because they were doing the care before. I, was y'all on the label at the same time or that came? No, I actually, I actually A and R Eric Band, Rock Kim. Okay. Um, I, I was doing a, uh, I was DJing or performing at a party for Mr. Magic, and Eric B at the time used to work for BLS, doing stuff, for, you know, what have you, and he gave me, he gave me his mixtape. I mean, not his mixtape, but his, his demo tape. Right. I listened to it, and then I took it to the uh, to Rob, Robert Hill, who's the president of uh, Zakia, and we both sat down and we listened to it, and then we picked the two songs that we was gonna, that was going to be released for. So I just say I A and R to everything around him. But um, I don't know if you heard of, uh, I don't know, uh, Hey Love by um, King Sun and D-Moet? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I produced and arranged that. Um, 
I did some work with, uh, with Heavy D on Mr. Big Stuff as well, but I didn't produce it. I started off doing the work on that, but um, things happened and the deal didn't really go through, so I didn't get a chance to uh, finish the project. Right. Um, I can't really, I don't, there's a couple of, the, the funny thing about that question is that um, a friend of mine uh, called me and actually reminded me that I produced one of his joints that I even forgot about. So there might be stuff that I actually produced and just forgot because I just was, my thing was I had like a studio and I kind of used to be very engaging and inviting. And so I used to have people come over and just, we used to jam and, you know, do things and, you know, so there might be, yeah. And I was like, yo, good luck, you know. Right. So I, I can't really say, there might be some stuff out there that, you know, um, that I produced that, that y'all don't know because I'm not. But my biggest, as far as my biggest work, y'all know about it. Y'all know about my, you know, the work that I got, whether you don't really want to battle, Brooklyn's in the house, Night Before Christmas, Brooklyn Rocks the Best, um, uh, Hey Love, Mythological Rapper, you know, so, yeah. But not, not that I know of, no. Okay. Do you have any others? Um, I really didn't, but what I heard you say back in, just say in the 80s, more artists was more so into the music, not the business. Well, no, I, I didn't say more artists because I can't, I can't really speak I mean, on everybody. I just say me. I know myself personally, I just was into the music. I didn't, I didn't even like the business aspect of it. You know? I that, heard a lot of artists from that era talks about the business part and like how they were screwed over or... So I guess it is true. Like, Actually, and I heard this from people, what, how much is the point? Like, you don't know what the point is. So you got to do research just find what the point is on your contract. Exactly. So exactly. the point is a penny, and then people tell you a point is $10. How would you know? Well, I know it ain't $10. But, uh, <laughs> but I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Well, see, actually, um, there is there 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 is a... Uh, uh, a definition of what a point actually is. Okay. Just that we didn't know. Okay. You know, those of us who had managers who we entrust certain managers to do their job, um, they did. And then you had some who didn't. Whether, you know, they stole from you or either the manager didn't steal from you, the record label stole from you or the producer stole from you. Somebody always had their hand in. The thing is, um, the key is, it's not how much money you get stolen. It's not the fact you get money taken from you. It's how much. That's what it boils down to. Because you, there's going to be a penny here or there that's going to be missing. Somebody's going to figure out how to, but it's just about how much you get taken from you. You try to limit how much money you lose. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Knowing the business limits the amount of money or the amount of you know, funds that you're short. Right. You know? And that's a lot of us, again, because this was new to us. So a lot of us, we didn't, you know, we didn't have a clue in regards to the business aspect of, it. you know, whether it be the publishing, writers, licensing, mechanicals, you know, all that. And now it's even more now because you got syncing, you got now this stuff is going to movie theaters and I mean into movies and into commercials. So that's even that's a whole nother era. That's a whole that's something sampling, all of that. There's a whole it's a whole nother business in it. You know what I mean? So and that's the reason why I say anybody who wants to you know, um, not so much just make a living, but see some money for your hard work. Learn mm -hmm. the business. 
or get a team. Plain and simple, get a team. Somebody that you, people that you could trust that will do the work needed for you to, you know, that need that you need done so that you can get what you need to get. Because you can't do it by yourself. I can tell you straight up and down. You're not, it's too much to do. You can't do, not, because all artists should be able to focus on their craft and let, have their team handle what they need to handle. Yeah, you watch your team, but they should be handling their business. And then you deal with them and put them out there to do the footwork, the leg work, or whatever the case may be. And then they come back and let you know what's going on and you keep track of all of that. You know what I mean? But that's how, that's how you got to do it. Uh, either any other way, you're going to take more shorts than you want to. Right. Joe Storm, do you have any questions? Okay, maybe he's back. DJ Ruff. He can't unmute himself. Why can't he? He should be able to unmute himself. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they should be able to unmute themselves. Yeah. Let me let me just ask him to unmute himself. Joe Storm, can you hear? Can you can you? Uh, Mike, check a, Mike, check a check a one two. Hear <laughs> you, BC. What's up, brother? What's up, family? Man, I'm just sitting here just listening to your your brilliance, brother. Thank you, thank you. I see you got the, uh, the S9 back there. No, no, no. Why are you cursing right. at me like that, man? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Nah, man, that's the rain 72. Oh, that's the rain? Hold up. Let me blow that up. Okay. You all right. That's the rain 72. I need to put my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> no harm, no foul. Um. Uh, damn. I was sitting here so long, I forgot my question, man. Uh, if there's one thing that you could go back and do as far as in your career that you didn't get a chance to do, um, or is it something that you could change that you wish that you could, what would be that the, the one thing or two things? Just like what I was talking about just now, business, handling my business. Yeah, you're right. A lot, a lot of cats don't take care of their business. They understand. Well, it's not. It's not even. It's not even. Um, with back then for us, yeah, a, a lot of us, it wasn't even about. It's not. It wasn't even about handling, not taking care of my business. I didn't even know there was a business that I had to take care of. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because, like I said, you know, my thing was, okay, you tell me to go in the studio and bring you a hit record, or go in the studio and bring you a joint. So my focus is making this music, writing these songs, going to the studio, producing it, bringing out something that you can sell. Now, if I do that, you're going to take care of me, right? Wrong. In yeah. the story. In I the story. Like, it's, it's crazy because, like, I look at a lot of these, like, episodes of Unsung, and I look at, like, you know, a lot of the rappers... Mm -hmm. Different DJs that came back, came on back in the day, and even like in the nineties, mm -hmm. that you know, kind of went through the same thing. That you know, he was like, if I would have knew it was a business to be taken care of, you know, I would have took care of it. You know, and really, they was like, you know, I, I trusted in the label, and yeah. uh, you know, like, and, and, and like even when I look at uh, 
one of my favorite groups of uh, back in the day, De La Soul. Mm. Like even to this day, like the, the dude that signed them was smart enough to know. He said that pretty much you are buying to a contract with, uh, on all formats. I mean, well, I'm correct. Let me, let me correct that. He said that they were, um, they didn't have the rights to their music on all formats, even in the future. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he foreseen whatever was coming. He he didn't know what was coming, but he knew that. And even they said, you know, they really didn't read that. They didn't really read that contract. So well, I, I I I recognize what you just now said, and this the thing is, it's not so much even if you read it, do you know what that means? Correct. You you, you understand? And see, that's the thing. It's so crazy because a lot of us. Well, at least, let me not say a lot because I don't know how much or a lot of. I'd say I just speak for myself. Um, you're in 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 that particular time. You're kind of like you're somewhat anxious. You know, you know, you got, you know, you feel you, you know, good feel that you can do some things and it's like you know just let people hear my hear my stuff i got somebody i got a company that's willing to release my joints because the problem i had believe it or not um zakia wasn't my first label zakia was my third label okay. first, the first record i the first label i was on was actually in 1979 okay. and the music they gave me for that was whack when i say whack i mean oh my god the second label was in 1983 was a joint I did called That's Life off Airport Records, which was uh, a subsidiary of Scorp Gemini, which they did. Uh, they had a group called uh, um, Shades of Black, Keep in Touch, Body to Body. Okay, okay was that was that was that was the parent label. But anyway, make a long story short, the music for that wasn't good either. I didn't like it, and that led me to producing my own joints. Okay, but I went and I would actually literally refuse to sign with a label that wouldn't let me produce my own joints because I got tired of people producing my joints, giving me whack music. I turned down West End, I turned down Vanguard, and I turned down Sleeping Bag for that for the same reasons. Zakia was the only one that was willing to let me go in and do my thing, and that's how I wind up with with Zakia. But my thing was because I'm figuring because they let me go in do my thing, I bring back them a product. That they could sell, they like, they're gonna look out for me. And it didn't turn out that way at all. You know, even when I brought the, even when I brought them artists, even when uh um, you know, I went in the studio with with their artists, same thing, same, same situation. So I got tired of it and I just waited out my contract. I refused to do any more records or whatever the case may be, and I was just I was just done with the whole, the whole thing. I was just done with it. And that's why I say it's important, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta, if you yourself don't have the time or the patience to learn, which most people don't, every aspect of it or the aspects of it that you need to know, then you get somebody that you can trust or that you can keep an eye on to handle the business for you. But you can't go into the music business without handling the business along with the music. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I and this is all this is across the board. If you take a look at anybody who's been successful doing anything, they had a team. And yeah. it's, unfo it's unfortunate that uh, we have to find out at the end, you know what I mean? What it yeah. should look what it should have looked like in the beginning. But 
The way I look, the way I see it is you live and learn. I'm still here. I'm still above ground. So. Yeah, you still, you still, you still around to tell you. Yeah, story. yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'll see what I feel like doing and do it. <laughs> this time, it'll be a little bit better because I know more. I know, I'm, I'm, I know better. It'll be better because I know better. Man, so, it's just amazing, you know. I get to huh? meet. I said it's amazing. I get to meet the people that I, the records that I have. You know, I have oh. a few of your records, brother. Thank you. You know. Definitely got your stuff in my awesome. Thank you, thank you. I'm gonna try to put out a couple more for you before before it's time for me to go home. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can't I can't promise you any lyrical content, but I will give you some nice production. Oh, hey, that's that's good enough, man. Okay, because you know I'm too I'm I'm 59, so I'm too old to be rapping, so to speak. <laughs> um, I got one more thing to say, man. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I see you was talking about, you know, you your big lover of old school R&B. Oh yeah. Man, that's like that's my thing, man. I love the old school funk. Um I like I like a lot of old disco funk. Uh just a lot yeah. of the stuff from back you, in the day. I got to I got to figure out a way of sending you out to this one tape called it's got to be funky. Okay. I gotta send you that. That's all that's on it. That's all that's on it. It's all from calling it. it to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Clinton. Or, I got yeah. I gotta figure out. I gotta get you that CD. Man, I gotta I get like you that CD. Joker, like seriously. All right, fam. We we uh, gonna link up. We we gonna link up. Most definitely. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Flash. What you got to say, Flash? Can't hear you, Flash. You still muted. We're not. Who is next at the um Jeff? Miss Miss Official, do you have any questions? You have to unmute these people because the no, they can unmute themselves. I just changed it. Okay. No, I don't have no questions. I mean, uh, I I just like listening. I mean, you know, <laughs> I I take it in and observe. I've been in the game since I was ten, so it's, it's good to hear from my OG, just like my grandfather, and just learn. You know? So thank you for all you do and. Thank you. Keep doing your thing. Thank you. I'm, I'm gonna try. It's like 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 um like what he said. It's it's in my blood. I mean, I I don't know any better. You know, this is yeah, what I do. Yeah, I love it. It's what I do. I'm gonna do this regardless. You know, you know, just long if I have you know, what's what's you know, outside of self motivation, it's also it's also nice to know that when people appreciate your work. So that's just a, that's just like the icing on the cake. So that's always going to be an additional motivation for me, you know, to continue to do what I do. So, you know, thank you. I really appreciate that. Hey, what's your uh, social media on Facebook? Is it Cutmaster DC on Facebook? It's both. It's Cutmaster DC, and then it's also DJ Hakim. But the DJ Hakim is spelled D-E-E-J-A-Y, then H-A-K-I-M. Gotcha. I think I saw that on there. Um. Then we yes. have uh, DJ Stakeout, and we also have uh, DJ Big Said out of H-Town. And DJ Stakeout, he's in Philly as well. Okay. Um, and, and he had a question, but I'm going to go ahead and let him ask that question. He put it in the chat room, but I'm going to go ahead and let him ask the question. Okay. DJ Stakeout. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you for letting me be a part of this as well. Um, my question, nice to meet you, uh, Cut Master DC. All right, same. Nice to meet you too, family. Okay. So I, I noticed you talking about airport and Zakia Records. What do you? What was your thoughts on um, Bebop 
uh, and um, I'm sorry, Bebop and Fresh and um, Tinted and Raucous. Oh, wow. You know what? I forgot all about Raucous. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, okay, let's get with Bebop. Bebop, actually, I have nothing to do with. That's another part of, like, you know, uh, what I was talking about as far as handling the business. Back then, I think it was in 86 or 87, they had um, licensed my record overseas in England on Bebop Fresh. So I don't... Okay, I lost somebody. Oh, man. Are you still there? He got lost. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's uh. Stay out, fix your screen, man. Y'all come on here looking all raggedy. <laughs> Sorry, not looking raggedy. <laughs> no, I think let me, he lost. Let me give him a call real quick. He lost connection. My man got the rain seventy-two team rain. Mm -hmm. Let's get it. <laughs> Good champions thing alike. No, it's all good though, man. I love to see, you know, cats still doing it, still getting busy. Hey, that's what it's about. Y'all get this homework, then y'all go at 10 o'clock, turn to page one and watch the bird yeah, go go. Yeah, I'm gonna beat that joint. Yeah, I mean, dog. But the other hello question stake out. I I remember that too. I think I had that. What about Rockets? I, I what, what uh label. What what happened with him and Rockets? Huh? The record label. Well, I know about Rockers, but what do you do with Rockers? I think they, like you said, they probably release this stuff overseas. That's what a lot of companies were doing, using different labels to release shit overseas. Oh, so they was releasing his stuff without him knowing. But they done to a lot of artists. That's crazy. Well, it yeah, it's just like just, just like Zakiah, where I asked him about, you know. Zakiah and Ford from when, Worldwide. When they, when they told him that uh the christmas you know night before christmas in brooklyn in the house um that they only sold forty five thousand uh forty five thousand copies and it turned out they sold eight hundred and fifty thousand so that's a prime example of you know what's going on undercovers and you know and Double not letting them know that. so the same thing is you know they're selling it overseas so that the artist is not aware of it because it's out of the country and they filter and they got the money coming in that way as well. So, well, see, it's a lot different now. The dude is independent and he's shipping his stuff. You know, it's different with a digital file versus a physical product. I mean, if he's selling his joint himself independently, you know, and he me, I've been talking to y'all that whole time and didn't have my phone plugged up. <laughs> my phone said, okay, I'm going, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. We back. 
so um, you were, I think you were in the middle of answering that question. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, right. DJ's. Well, Bebop Fresh was, it was licensed out to Bebop Fresh. I didn't find that. I didn't find out or knew anything about that until like maybe 15 years later, after the fact. Um, as far as uh, Airport Records is concerned, that was just another label that I had, you know, signed on to, you know, in search of, you know, trying to do something. And um, it did what it did. You know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the production. And um, that was just pretty much what it was. Um, the record itself did moderately okay. It was, it was nothing to write home about, you know, and I felt that it had to do with the production. Um, now, as far as Raucous was concerned, that happened um, as a result of me engine. I was engineering. I was engineering at Power Play, and one of the clients I was engineering from had mentioned that Walkers needed an engineer for their groups, and so I got hired actually as an engineer for them, and I was um, their chief engineer for for their group, Mom the Rose family. Oh. And in the midst of me doing that, they uh, presented me with uh, the idea of actually doing something for them actually recording, you know, some music for them. And um, again, business not being taken care of and not handling the situation or not really knowing how the situation could have been handled, um, it didn't pan out as well as it could have. It could have been very, it could have been, a, could have been a really good deal, but it just didn't pan out. It just didn't pan out the way it could have been. So, and that was on me. That wasn't even on them. That was on me. That actually was on me. So, like I said, you live and learn. Hopefully, I will, hopefully that will be the last of my errors in regards to situations like that. But, yeah, that one I have to take, I have to take full responsibility for. You okay, know, okay. I didn't have... What about Tentive Records? I don't know Tentive. Okay. Who's, what's Tentive? In, 2000, 2000, in 2000, they put out Sun Kids. Okay, what does what that has something? The reason why um, I say it because it has you as Cutmaster DC, and then it says Rescue Me, um, front to back as a twelve inch. Are, are you aware of that? Is that no? That could have came out that you was not aware of. Yeah, but I don't even. Mm -hmm. I heard of Sun Kids, um, but I don't know anything about that project. Okay, so on Discogs, I, I usually look at music on Discogs, and um, and it's actually listed like like after the Raucous. So you might want to look into that. Yeah, yeah, I will, I will, cause I yeah, that's that's news to me. Y your name is attached to it. Okay, well, I, see, that's the thing. Like what I was saying before, I've done some work with people for people. And um, actually what became of some of that work, okay. you know what I mean? Might have, yes. you know, might have slipped through the cracks, so to speak. Yes. So um, I'm going to definitely address that and see, see what's going on with that. Okay. I, I appreciate you bringing that to my attention. Cool. You're welcome. Anytime. Matter of fact, um, let, me, um, let me grab a pen right quick. <clears throat> what's, the name of the, what's the name of the label? It's um, Tinted, T-I-N-T-E-D. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna put it right in the chat. If you, okay, you, cool. You don't mind. Okay. And what's, the, what's, the name of, what's the name of the um? What was the name of the record? Sun Kids. That's and the name of the group. Slash four slash Cutmaster DC. And 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 you said it was called Rescue Me. Yes, Rescue Me with um front to back, and it's a twelve inch. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, the I actually can show you. Yeah, I was, I was about to do it to you. One second. I'm actually going to show it to him. I just seen it. Give me a second. But I just had it up. Mm -hmm. It's down at the bottom. You want me to share it? You got it? And I had one more question. If you could work with someone contemporary, who would you want to work with? Ooh. Wow. Um, rapper? Yeah, I got it. Matter. Rapper? Anybody, anybody. That's hard. Okay, I understand. Uh -huh. And the only reason why it's hard is because there's quite a few people that I respect that I would love to work with. Um, so if you had your, let's say your five or top 10, who would they be that may help you instead of trying to single to just one? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to, um, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a current, because most of the ones that I'm about to speak on is actually past, but there's one, there's a, a particular cat that's current that I would like to work with. Uh, two of them, matter of fact. Um, Chance the Rapper is one of them. Okay. Okay. Um, um, well, I, he's current to me, but he's not current. Uh, Eminem okay. is another one. Um, you say past or present? Yes. Kumo mm -hmm. cool D. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, believe it or not, Somebody that I should have been able to work with, but as a result of how the label was, I didn't get it, never got the opportunity to, Rakim. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Those, rapper-wise, those, those are my, that's, that's my, like, that's my pick. Okay. And um, oh, one one other. <laughs> I feel that this brother is so underestimated, and you know, um, but I like. I mean, I, I just like him. You know, I just I think he's. I, I like him, and that's um, my boy. Um, oh my gosh, don't tell him to forget his name now. From from the group disturbing the peace. Hmm. Ludicrous. Ludicrous. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Yeah. Ludicrous. See. That's good. Yeah. I, and the reason why, I mean, I don't know if more so him than anybody else, only because I don't think he gets the just that he deserves. Mm -hmm. But that's, I, I would pick, as a matter of fact, you asked me number one, I would put him number one because of that fact. He'll be the oh. first person I would like to work with. 
Because right. everybody else pretty much, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they up there. They up there with the accolades. But I don't think Luda is. I mean, I think he deserves a lot more accolades than he gets. I agree. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's a good list. I'm going to share that for y'all real quick. Can y'all see that? Yeah. Thank you, kids. Cut Master DC. Matter of fact, hold on for a second. I'm actually going to take a screenshot. You dummy. Damn, I can also uh, text it to you, too. Yeah, we can send oh, it. Then do that. That'll be cool. Yeah, we'll send yeah. you the link also. I bet. That'll work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for an answering my questions. I greatly appreciate it. Oh, no problem, man. Anytime. Thank you for the info. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So we got uh, our homie out of H-Town, DJ Big Said. Um, he's riding the car. Uh, but... Uh, do you have any questions for Cupmaster DC? Big set. He said he'd be right back. Yeah, I gotta run real quick. I'm driving right now. I'm gonna hop back on. But uh, you know, good to meet your brother. And, Thank you. You know, Thank salute for everything you've done, man. Keep doing it, bro. That's all. I, all know. Right. I gotta say right now, I'll be right back. Okay, family. All right, all right. So, um, we got you know we got uh through the the part here we already an hour and 33 minutes into the interview and i know that you actually <laughs> said at the beginning that there was you may have some questions for us pertaining to the group uh and you know any other questions that you may have for us so um if you have something fire away and we'll see if we can answer and or at least try to help you or whatever because we're here we're, we're that's the one thing about this group like i say we are here to help. So if there's something that we can answer for you that uh, you have questions about, please do. Um, actually, well, the question is, I'm trying to, um, I, I'm trying to understand fully, because it's like, as far as the group, it, it's like, especially the brother that just um, came on, that y'all seem to be really into um, educating each other. Yes. And, and I think it's not, I don't even have a, it's not even a question. It's more, it's more of a, um, a salute. And, and to say that, um, I really appreciate what it is that y'all are doing, you know, and then, and, um, even more so it's something that, you know, I could see myself on a regular, you know, participating in and being a part of because we don't have enough of such a, a, a forum, you know, or platform where we can speak amongst ourselves, talk and, you know, be open and transparent right. and actually, you know, be generally, um, what's the word? Uh, be genuine about, you know, helping, helping one another. Oh yeah. You know, there's all, like a lot of times what you find when you try to reach out to people in, in, in this particular business, um, Everybody's more along the line of uh, if there's any if there's information to be to be gotten or if there's anything to be gained from the information, they, they kind of like hold it back. It's like nobody wants to share. Nobody wants to um, really uh, collaborate or, or 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 how you say um, network, mm -hmm. you know, and and 
it kind of, it's kind of discouraging to a certain degree, you know, whereas it's me, myself, I'm like, you ask me a question. If I know the answer, I'm going to give it to you because my thing is, um, what you decide to do with that information has nothing to do with what I'm doing with that information. And a lot of people, unfortunately, they're so busy worrying about what the next man is doing or not doing and not really focusing on what they should be doing. And I don't get it. And what I'm, 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 I'm kind of like, what I'm kind of like to me, I'm seeing or, or even um, experiencing in talking with you guys is that you're all about sharing. You're all about trying to, you know, figure out a way of getting my brother to the next step, my sister to the next level. You know what I mean? So I, I, I like I like that. I really appreciate that. I like that. I like that. Answer that question for you. When I came up with the idea of the group, mm-hmm. when I came up with the idea of the group, and mm-hmm. I'm in a lot of DJ groups and Facebook, but no one actually sit down and teach or want to give information about the culture itself. Mm-hmm. If you need help with just say setting up OBS, they keep it a right. secret, like it's one big secret, and it's not. Right. I come from exactly. the average DJ, and where you came from, you know we blacked out our records. Yeah. So you didn't know what I'm playing. So now, it's not like that. I share anything I have, music, anything. If you, if anybody call me or pin the group, they need some stuff. I got it. I'm giving it. Mm. And I always believe, but you're the smartest one in the group. You don't need to be in it. When you're what now? You're the smartest person in the, in the, ah, group, in the yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I, this, no, I agree. With, yeah. I, I know where you're going with that. Up with this group. I got you. I got you. I got and, you. That's. And it actually, I mean, we working. I mean, everybody get along. It ain't no, mm-hmm. and we tell you, leave your ego at the door. Right. Indeed. Leave it at the door. We don't need it here. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well, I like, again, like I said, man, that was great, man. That's a great vision that you have, man. And, and um, even though I know this, um, this Zoom right here interview, more or less, is to uh, bring direction. You know, I guess for me, you know, y'all doing it for me to kind of share certain things with you, with you guys. But what I'm like, I'm actually get what I'm getting out of it is just like what you just now said is the fact that I got a platform now that I can go to and be like, yo, what you fellas think about this X, Y, and Z? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and believe it or not. So, You'd be surprised. Yeah, there you go. You'd be surprised or how helpful such a platform can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This it's an understatement. Especially if it's coming, if it's if, if it's you know genuinely motivated. Yeah. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Because I I mean, oh my gosh. When it comes down to looking for answers, see, I've I'm, I'm a firm believer in that if it's something meant for me to do, I'm gonna do it. There's no like, you know, you can hold back and you know, I can ask a question. You could decide not to give me the answer, but that doesn't mean I ain't going to get the answer. Yeah, that just means yeah. you ain't going to give it to me. You know what I mean? So, all right, whatever. I'm going to do what I got to do to get the answer, but I'm going to get the answer. It's, in this particular regards, it's, it's good to know that I have a platform that I might go to be like, look, check this out. Somebody told me this, or I just saw this, or I just witnessed this. What do y'all fellas think about that? X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm, this this is this is good. I, this is a good. This is great. This is great. I applaud you for that. Yeah, good vision. Yeah. Good vision you had, and it's it's good. I applaud you for that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Now, um, on Facebook, um, when you go to the group, uh, the DJ. Yes, sir. Oh, matter. 
Okay. Uh, make sure, make sure that you uh, uh, join the group. You know. Um, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text, I'm gonna text you uh, that link as well, so that it'll take you right to our group. Uh, okay. So that you can actually automatically join in, because um, we'd love to have you on. You know, any any call that we're on um, Wednesday, okay. our Wednesday call is usually uh, the biggest call where we, you know we do training. What, what time on Wednesdays? Um, we do it every every Wednesday. We start at nine o'clock, but we have uh, started getting on earlier at eight. Um, okay. How long does it go to? <laughs> six, seven, eight. <laughs> oh, it, no, until nine. until it's, it's it becomes the last man or woman standing. <laughs> really? I think oh, last really? night it was still about four you know, o'clock. That's cool. What happened now? What did you say? It was four o'clock this morning. I was the last person standing. <laughs> wow. So we okay. We got but I'm gonna tell you why that's good for me though. The reason why that's good for me is because I work. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I get off work, y'all are still be on. So I can then so this way I could probably participate in the majority of the of the group talks. Oh yeah. When I don't have anything to do. Okay, so that's that'll work. Because this this no well, I don't have to tell you, you already know. You spoke to me at work. It's mm -hmm. annoying where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but at least I know that I come in and participate for at least an hour or two. Yeah, you know what I mean, and get into the discussion or what have you. Okay, so yeah, that that'll work. Yeah, and if you that'll want, work. you know, you have something uh, when you want to come in, and you got some specific a specific topic that you want to want to drop on the floor. Uh, by all means, I, I'm quite sure the DJs that are present at that time we tackle it and um we work on it together uh, if there's a solution to be made to it we do it if it's just something for general information we receive it um and and we share really, it or do whatever and it's, then we it's also both, man it's like it works hand in hand because i'm gonna tell you one of the things that i learned was that was, or what's so funny when you share knowledge you'd be surprised how much you learn about what it is that you share by sharing oh yeah if you think about it Cause I, it's like as I'm talking to people about certain things. Sometimes, you know, I'm replaying it. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to myself as I'm talking about it, and then something else comes to me about that same topic or that same subject matter that I'm talking about. Right. So, uh, you know, that's the reason why. That's another reason why I like sharing so much. Is because it's, it's still, it's, it's always a learning process. It's always, you know. And then a person can even add on to when people add on. You, you know what I'm saying? Because might have something else that they could say or add on to whatever it is that you're sharing with them. Next mm -hmm. thing you know is on, it's at another level. Right. And you know, and that's, that's, yeah, and that's what makes this, that's what makes this really great. This makes right. this real, this is cool. Yeah. This is and cool. then, um, you know, Monday nights, same thing. Um, okay. Monday nights is, you know, more of uh, just getting together and talking about music and you right. know, may share some files or something, but Okay. Um, but it's, you know, uh, Flash runs uh, that one for sure because uh, mm -hmm. I usually don't get in until late on that one, you know, because we do it combined. But I I, I, uh, I dropped the ball on Mondays and, and put all the weight on Flash's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then let me ask you, on your group, does it have like, uh, how you say, the timetable for the different days that y'all go on in terms of um, discussion matter or it could be just about anything? Depends on you know what 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 you get on and what you hear and just join the group and you know kind of like join in the session. All right, um, on Mondays it's like music sharing Monday and we just pretty much bust it up, talk about music, share music, okay. whatever. And Wednesday okay. we pick like a topic to talk about on Wednesday. Got you. Okay. So like last yeah. Wednesday it was streaming. We just talked about streaming. Got you. Okay. 
and probably this week be something else. So gotcha. try to pick a Wednesday, a top. It's like a topic every Wednesday, and Monday is like a more get together. Okay. Okay. Hold on, turn this fan off. Good evening, ladies. Yeah, and then we have, uh, you know, so, but like I say, since we've been in this situation where we've been in the house. We've been on um, it like every day. <laughs> we talk. I know, right, right. That's right, I forgot. Every day, Sunday through so, Saturday. You know, so um, on your, um, you know, you said that you have, you have two Facebook pages, which is the one that we can hit you up on because like if we're on, um, we could drop the link into you so that if you know when you when the time does come, you know, just so that you know. Plus, also, if you're part of the group, you'll actually see uh, mm -hmm. the link where we'll post it sometimes uh, and it'll be posted at the top of the page. So, um, OK, now, see, this this is where. This is where uh, it gets kind of it gets kind of funny. I um up until recently, and I will say when I say recent, I'm talking like maybe three, four months tops. I kind of like dove into, did my own thing. Didn't even really go on Facebook. I had to even apologized to certain people that was trying to um, join my first my Facebook. That had like about 750 people trying to thing onto my page, and I had to confirm, 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 you know, and apologize because I don't be on there. It's changed a little bit now, but to say um, what Facebook page I'm on, even still now, I don't go on the Facebook yet as much, you gotcha. know, still even now because, and I'm, I'm actually in the process of um, building a studio. So um, between my job and that, it's got me like, you know, I only, like, yeah, up. time, yeah. If I, if I, <laughs> and I got to be direct. It's like I'm going on Facebook, I'm going for a reason. Because right. DJ Square Knot or Flash said, <laughs> Go to Facebook and X, Y, and Z. Okay, I'm on it. Boom, 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 gotcha. boom, boom, boom. Now that's gonna change because I'm learning more so now than anything that I could have used this platform for my brand. Easy. Exactly. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, prior to that, I didn't see that side of it. I saw just the gossip. Gossip. And right. you know what I mean? So I'm definitely, definitely YouTube also. You know what I mean? So Y'all gonna have to bear with me in regards to the Facebook. The best way of reaching me is by, for now, maybe, you know, for now, is actually texting or calling. You know, yeah, well, um, I'll make sure being I that I know you. that I'm a part of this group, I will pay more attention. And what I'll do is I have a note, I have a, um, you know, you can get a notification on your phone whenever a oh, certain, yeah. Yeah. right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have a special notification for you guys so that when I hear that, I know, go to the Facebook page and see what's right. going on. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Now, like I say, I'll definitely, uh, between me and Flash, we'll definitely, you know, send you the links and keep okay. updated on that. Because like I say, we would love to have you uh, come through and, you know, share knowledge or, you know, obtain some knowledge, you know. Exactly. Whatever. Thank you. You know, I mean, so, you act like I, like I can't learn. Yeah, Listen, yeah, you, I want you, you to, have no idea yeah. how much that I be studying right. and doing my and doing research. Y'all have no idea. I go to school every day. I hear that. Literally hear that. every day. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Google learning something about what it is that I'm, what I'm doing. No matter what it is, I'm doing something. You know what I'm, you understand what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. Most definitely. I'm definitely, I play, look, listen, I'm going to be a pain. Oh. I'm going to be hey, a we, pest. We, that's what we, we, we <laughs> I'm going to be a pest. <laughs> we Yo, have Mike, regret yeah. this moment. 
No, but real talk. I appreciate I appreciate the invitation definitely. Yes. I look for I look forward to participating in with this group. So Good. yeah, it's all love, definitely. Definitely. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Yes. So um are you all for the rest of the night or you don't have to go in tonight or anything, do you? No, no. Um I will um I I no, I work uh, I do doubles Monday through Friday. So Saturdays and Sundays, I'm done. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I just I just relax, you know, get into my thing as much as I can. You know what I mean? So, you know, but yeah, Saturdays and Sundays. I used to work Saturdays too, and then I was like, oh, I can't do this. So yeah. I, I just leave I leave, I just do my regular, you know, work uh during the week and then um do what I can do, you know, handle my stuff during the day. Gotcha. So, you mean doing, I'd rather, uh, you know, on the weekends. Before we close out, I had one more question for you because you mentioned yeah, that you had, the, you had the Rain 72 back there. That's right. Gotcha. Don't hate. You said MK2s, right? Because <laughs> I, I know he's about to say something because he's like, he's on the, he's like the pioneer. <laughs> what did you say, MK, MK2? What, what, was the, what was the tables you said you had back there? Oh, the MK7s. MK7s. So. Yeah. What was the last thing you just what it, that you played on those things right there? Oh, the what was last, that last song that you just played on. What did, what was the last thing you did? What was the last thing you played? <laughs> the last song, believe it or not, the last song I played was Beatbox by Art of Noise. Wow. I was working out a turntable routine <laughs> with that. Nice, man. Nice. <laughs> that was the last joint. That was the last joint I played, but believe it or not. You talking about yeah? That was the last joint. That was the last joint I played. But prior to that, I was actually working on um, I was doing um some transitions, working on some stuff. But it was um house, it was house, it was some house music. Okay, well you know yeah. uh, house music, uh, Big Body, uh, Courtney, Big Body, uh, uh -huh. he was in here earlier. Uh huh. He's big into house. Uh, yeah. Joe Storm, Baltimore house. You know. Okay. So, um, and we got a lot of quite a few house DJs in here as well. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'm I I, I thought I knew house. I thought I knew house <laughs> until I came out to um, Newark in Irvington, New Jersey. Man, they gave me that. That was my biggest lesson I've had. But the, the three four years that I was out there, and then because I then I went back to Brooklyn. But when I came out there, I was out there for like about three four years. Oh my gods. Mm -hmm. Them brothers is no joke. Yeah. And they, the DJs out there, no joke. I mean, I thumbs up to them. I learned I learned a hell of a lot about house music and you know, even playing house music. Yeah. Even playing it. I thought, like I said, I thought I was nice till I came to Newark. Yeah. <laughs> when it came to house music. I thought well, I you, you'll also get an opportunity, uh, because well, sometimes uh, members of the crew like Joe Storm, Flash. Uh -huh. um, we uh, sometimes we have uh, uh, well, we just dubbed it yesterday's as spinathons. But Joe Storm uh, down in, up and down in uh, up in Baltimore for me, uh -huh. um, they host uh, a Baltimore club type Zoom sometime where they they are playing their you know house sets and it'll be uh -huh. like four or five different DJs playing. Ooh. So are they doing round round robins? So nice. And then yesterday, uh, Flash had introduced to the group um, for the first time the uh, DJ Information Group Spinathon. So what that is is uh, 
each DJ gets, you know, 30 minutes to play or depending on the number of DJs, we played 30 right, right, minutes right, yesterday, but it could be 15 minutes or whatever. But mm -hmm. um, each DJ, you know, is, gets that chance to play in the group, you know, in the Zoom and it's recorded. And, you know, you get a chance to hear yourself afterwards because uh, Flash will send you your set. Right, uh, right, right. You know, stuff like that. So you'll get a chance to see a lot of that hanging around in the group, for sure. Nice, and, nice, and, uh, nice. Of, you know, of course, you know, we'll be like, yo, Cutmaster DC, come on and get on, on, get on it. One <laughs> to twos and get going. All so, right, no problem, yeah, no problem. So, okay, yo, I look forward to that. Cool beans. That's cool what's up, beans. yeah, okay. Yes. We can do that, we can do that. So I know we done took up about two hours of your time. Um, well spent, yeah. well spent. Yeah, so I pre we definitely appreciate you. Mm -hmm. I and again, like I say, man, I appreciate you taking that call because I know you was at work and you was you were talking and you was like, hold on, I'm, I'm I want to you know I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk. I was like, cool, man. So uh, that means a lot. That really means a lot, man. Um, yeah, no problem, man. No you know, problem. Much respect. Much respect. Thank you. I don't mean to cut him off, but he just heard me play your music, and then, you know what I mean? He's like, we got to get on. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Um, yeah. 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 Thank so, you. I love the old school, man. Mm -hmm. no, yo, that music, it brings back memories, and it put me in a good mood. Yeah. Just yeah. being back when I was that teenager. Yeah. Okay. All the stuff I'm going through now. I got yeah. you. And everything else. I come down here and play old school from the crash through this whole day, the crash through any old school song, and I'm like, in a whole different, my right. mind. Exactly. And see, that's, that's, that's another thing, you know, about music in general, is that, it, you know, uh, it could actually, it's, it's, it's like, a, it's a way of um, just escape sometimes. You know what I mean? You know, just take you places where you'd be like, okay, that, that's a day I, I'd rather remember, opposed to, you know, what's going on right now. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's why. That's why that's why I um, I gravitate to music from you know from that era. It's because it's just it's more it's more tranquil for me. Yeah, you know what I mean? I call you it know, my so. therapy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I call it exactly. my therapy. Exactly. Exactly. And that's and again, that's the reason why I say I, it doesn't matter what happens as far as with it, just as long as I could do play my music, do my music. I'm good. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Oh, I'm yeah. good. You got to be yeah, in the house you? for, you got to stay in the house for three months. Okay. I'm going to play my music. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I play my music. It don't make me no difference. I, I go out to go to work. That's about it. Yeah. That's as far as it goes. And if I didn't have to do that, <laughs> you know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? But bills got to be paid. <laughs> no doubt. No, no doubt. No, but anyway, no. man, yo, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna, sometimes I could, I could ramble. Oh, you no, know, you're good, on, man. But, uh, you're good. But, hey, you want to stay here till six o'clock with us? We cool with that, too. <laughs> Y'all have to catch me on a Saturday for that. Don't happen that side yet. Don't have to meet that side yet. <laughs> uh, nah, we had, I, I can uh, hang out with y'all on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Monday, I got to get up. So, I feel you, man. So, don't uh, let him eat that side yet, Square Truly, up. truly is what you say. Did you say this? I said, don't let him eat that side yet, Square Nut. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, you know, uh, the, towards towards the, the late, late, late nights. Uh, hey, we got to break him in slow. We, yeah, we got to break him in real slow. The group gets yeah, a little yeah, interesting right. in be, the topic. Be gentle. <laughs> 
Be gentle. <laughs> Be gentle. But we have remember, a good time. Remember, we I'm definitely elderly. have a lot of fun in this group. You ain't I'm elderly. elderly. You're not elderly. <laughs> I'll be I'll be sixty in February. You got to be I'm gentle. Not elderly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a plus. Yeah. I always said you're not elderly until you're in a nursing home and can't and can't do nothing for yourself. You good? Oh, that ain't happening. There you go. That ain't, good then. That ain't happening. All right. Indeed. Thank you for the encouragement. Now I feel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I know you. What what time you have? What time you go to work? Um, I leave my house eight o'clock. Oh man, yeah, yeah, you. So I wake up like about seven, about seven, seven thirty. Oh, okay. So you're not that bad. You're not that far away then. No, 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 no. Cool, baby. No, my job ain't that far. Cool. But it's just the fact. But see, um, it's it's just it's just, it's just huh? What'd you say? No, no, I think that was some just noise in the background. Oh, okay. No, it's just that um, how you say? What's the word? Uh. It's work. <laughs> I try to be. I try to be rested, well rested, when I go there. So I don't. So I, I wind up being able because I do doubles, you know. So it's like it's a twelve to fourteen hour day for me. Gotcha, gotcha. We had another DJ popping here. I'm gonna ask him real quick. Did he have one last question? Okay. Um, so let me just ask him. You know, and see what he says. Dooley, we had. Uh, we got DJ Big Dooley. Uh, do you have a question for Cupmaster DC? No, not I don't have one. All right, gotcha, gotcha. We got Scully in here also. And we have, yeah, Big Scully. DJ Big Scully, do you have hey, anything for hey, Cupmaster DC? Hey, pretty much I seen that the host told me to shut up from the giddy up, so I shut up <laughs> from the muck giddy up. What's happening, what's happening, pimps and pimpettes? <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, I'm the trouble child. Uh, DC. So I, I was listening. So yeah, uh, I, I'm the one that I'm the one that 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 that'll help your transition real quickly. I'm the one with all the jokes. <laughs> okay. Sometime at the wrong. Sometime at the wrong time too. Well. Uh huh. Uh, wait. Time out I, I'm sorry, Mr. Fisher. I'm sorry. All right, can you get to your question? All yeah, of the time. The, what's your question? What's your question? Your question, please. Oh, I ain't had none. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, nah, well, I was we like I said, shit. Rod told me shut up, so I shut up. All right, so we're gonna let we're gonna let Cutmaster DC do his thing, and then we'll we'll uh, go from there. But let me uh, let me close it out. Okay. Uh, and again, sir. Yes, sir. Truly, truly a pleasure. Truly, truly an honor, and we welcome you. Welcome Thank you, you to the group. Open arms. Thank you. And we Thank look you. forward to fellowshipping with you. We look forward to receiving information from you. We we look forward to sharing information with you. Thank you. Every and anything that you need uh, in terms of information or whatever, come see us. Come hang out Thank with you. us. Come learn who we are. Uh, get will. to know who we are. And and uh, when you are traveling or doing anything like that, if you're down in any of these areas, I'm quite sure um, you'll be able to connect with any of us. Um, so um, we definitely, definitely believe in that. We believe in the fellowship and we believe in the culture. And it's good to see that, again, you know, uh, a legend like yourself, back in the day, old school, you got that still, you still wearing that fabric. That fabric is still yeah. part of you. Fire is so, still lit. Yes, yes, the fire is still lit, indeed. So um, we thank you again, my brother. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Cutmaster DC. 
This man has come on. He shared lots of knowledge with us. He shared all kinds of good stuff. He's looking forward to spending good time with us in the future. And um, we just welcome you with open arms, man. And uh, right. we thank you graciously for giving us two hours. And um, it's just truly a blessing. And you are a blessed man. And we bid thank you, whatever you want to do, we know that you're going to do it because you have that focus. And uh, where, like I say, where we can help, we will. So Okay, thank you. I appreciate this that. Is, man. And, the thing, and it's vice versa. It's the same thing. You know, um, I'm going to speak with you, you know, a little bit later on, you know, give you a little bit more information on me as okay. far as what, you know, the things that I do. Yeah. And if there's any help that I can be to any of the people that's in the group or, you know, or people that's associated with you guys, you know, again, same thing. You know, just, gotcha, just gotcha. holler at me, let me know, and I'm there. Gotcha. And, uh, of course, you and I being in the same field, um, we're mm. definitely going to chop it up on that oh, for sure. So I'll um, be mad at you if we didn't. <laughs> we're going to have multiple, <laughs> lot of phone calls. <laughs> yeah, so you, got, uh, you got my number locked in. I got yours yeah. locked in. So Yes, indeed. <laughs> we're definitely going to do that. But uh, at this time, we're going to go ahead and end the recording. And okay. uh, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, ladies no problem. And gentlemen, this Peace. is the DJ Information Group with the one, the only, Cutmaster DC. Peace Take out. Take care, y'all, and be safe. All right.